Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, Inspection at the Customs Post. Inspection! Buono's breath caught in his throat. This was the moment he had been dreading, the most dangerous moment in their plan. He glanced at Rustico. He could never understand how his business partner could always be so composed, showing no sign of the fear which Buono knew coursed through his veins. The inspectors boarded the ship. Buono took a deep breath, exchanged a sidelong glance with Rustico, and the two stepped forward to meet them. After formal greetings were exchanged, Buono produced the ship's inventory. Starting at the bow and heading towards the stern, the inspectors checked various boxes and baskets, cross-referencing the port's bill of materials with Buono's inventory and the physical goods present on the ship. They were in no hurry with these foreign merchants. The inspectors were clearly committed to their job, ensuring no undisclosed or illegal goods left the port city. That is precisely what worried Buono. As the party moved closer and closer to the stern, they were moving closer and closer to their stash. That treasure was 100% illegal goods, much less undisclosed. Why, on the one day it mattered, did the inspectors have to be so thorough? While in the city, Buono and Rustico had visited the cathedral, they saw the great treasure and knew they could not possibly leave such a thing behind. Pulling an Indiana Jones, they swapped the treasure with the look-alike so the townspeople wouldn't notice anything was missing and stowed it away to the docks. But that was the easy part. Before they were safe, they had to smuggle their stolen treasure past the customs inspectors. Now the inspectors were in the last section of the hold, Beads of sweat were forming on Buono's brow. Now they were at the very stern of the ship. He didn't dare look at Rustico. One of the inspectors glanced up from his list, looking suspiciously at a few baskets against the stern bulkhead. What are those? Buono, controlling his breathing, stepped over to a basket and lifted the lid. Kanzir, he said. Pork! The Arab inspectors exclaimed, holding their noses and motioning violently for Buono to close the basket, which he happily did. Disgusted, but not finding any fault with the reported goods, the inspectors quickly disembarked and sent the merchants on their way. Out at sea, Buono and Rustico released a simultaneous sigh of relief. They were safe, sailing home to Venice with their treasure stolen from the cathedral of the port city of Alexandria. So it was 
that Alexandria lost and Venice gained a great treasure, a treasure that led to the construction of Venice's greatest basilica. Underneath that pork, Buono del Malamocco and Rustico del Torcello smuggled out the remains of a companion of St. Paul, a faithful disciple of St. Peter, the first Bishop of Alexandria, and the author of the second gospel, an evangelist named St. Mark. And for this week, that's the word. So, John Peter, I never thought we would put a story together with St. Mark and pork. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hilarious that the Venetians on their cathedral, the Basilica of St. Mark in Venice, which we alluded to in the story, that they are so proud of this fact that they smuggled St. Mark past the Alexandrians under a pile of pork. They have a big mosaic, one of the four big mosaics, or I think it's actually off to one side. So maybe not one of the four big ones, but it's one of these big mosaics on the front of this basilica shows the Venetian merchants showing a pile of pork to a bunch of customs officials in Alexandria. And that's taking up a large section on this big, beautiful basilica in Europe. I always like it when we're talking about churches in Europe and stuff. And you say, oh, yeah, of one of the lesser mosaics, <laughs> you know, we're, we're like, it'd be great to just have like one mosaic in some of our churches and everything like that. They got tons. It's like, oh, yeah, that's the secondary one off to the side. I oh, it's so funny. I have like at your church uh, when you put up the little mosaic right there. I mean, it was beautiful, but it was like it, the Europeans would look at us and say, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And what you're talking about was when I was a pastor, we had two parishioners and one parishioner very talented in the mosaic and able to kind of put a nice little mosaic above the front entrance of our office. Very nice. It was very beautiful. But again, that kind of shows our youthfulness. What we're used to when we see something like that and we just get so excited because we actually have a mosaic. Yeah, so, you know, they, but we also have to remember, like, when we say, oh, we have an old church, it's 100 years old for Europe. I mean, where our, where our family's from in Augsburg in Germany, I mean, that cathedral, I think in the 80s, celebrated their 1,000th anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there's things that have been there for a long time, which means they've been able to add on to things like St. Peter's took 120 years to build. But that's the interesting thing. One of the things I wanted to point out is that uh, just to mention that it was actually St. Claudia by tradition that they replaced with the um, relics of St. Mark in Alexandria so that the people would not become suspicious. And that just shows you, again, when you have a big old church in Alexandria, you can have multiple saints who are venerated there because their relics are there. Yeah, probably. My thing is, with this story now just so you know we actually left some pieces out of the story the biggest piece is that rustico and bono allegedly had the assistance of two monks at the cathedral and these monks came to them and said hey uh we're worried about the muslim 
rulers of Egypt going in and either destroying the churches uh, as part of the persecution or destroying the churches for building material for mosques. And so could you take these bones of St. Mark that are our greatest treasure and just keep them for safekeeping in Venice? Forever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's, uh, I mean, first of all, neither of those two uh, possible uh, situations, persecution or them just destroying the churches for materials makes much sense in the context of the time. There wasn't really anything like that going on in Alexandria at that time. So this whole story about them getting assistance and swapping the saint, that's kind of uh, the fact that they snuck St. Mark out under a pile of pork, I 100% believe. And that is definitely uh, portrayed and conveyed in tradition over in Venice because of the mosaic. Yep. Nice, uh, what, 10 foot mosaic or whatever. <laughs> that's awesome. Larger than life. Who would have thought we're going to make it a mosaic and we're going to have pork in it? <laughs> 